Welcome to Based Liberty. I'm your host, Darren Wisely. I'm not politically correct, and I'm not afraid of the consequences for the things I say. I'm simply here to speak the truth as I see it from where I'm standing, and let the chips fall where they may. Welcome to Base Liberty, fellow thought criminal. Enjoy your stay. Welcome to Base Liberty, episode 47. Today is Wednesday, March 10th, 2021. I know we've got some new people on board here. For those of you who don't know, I'm your host, Darren Wisely. Very happy to be with you today. Of course, some call me Mr. Perfect, <laughs> but I'm far from it. The difference between me and these crooks is that I admit when I'm wrong, instead of being a condescending prick and blaming other people when I screw up. <laughs> but I'm just here to speak the truth. Uh, hardly anyone will just go out there and say it like it is. I'm not worried about the backlash. I'm not afraid of it. And uh, speaking of that, I might have jinxed myself last episode. Uh, there's still these idiot Karens out there spreading this fake narrative a year later. And here's the thing. If you want to wear a mask and hide under your bed all day, that's fine with me. Don't tell me what to do. And I got another just absolutely heinous individual coming at me for the cat in the hat meme. The same meme as last time. I mean, this cat in the hat meme is driving people crazy. Well, they're already kind of nuts, but it's it's driving people up the wall. That That's safe to say. And uh, this is one of those kind of people. You know who I'm talking about. They preach the COVID propaganda like it's gospel. You know, here she is. She sits there with her Fauci rosary and prays to him. Our father, Anthony Fauci, who art in the public health department. Hallowed be thy name. Thy mandates be done. Thy lockdowns come. Give us this day our daily vaccines, even though we'll still have to wear two masks afterwards. It's this creepy religion of science. We know it's not science. I've covered all that in detail in other episodes. So she gets all butthurt over this meme. Oh, which by the way, um, I do have this at the store. Uh, a lot of people have requested this cat in the hat shirt, but you can get it on shirts, hoodies, mugs, clocks, skins, all kinds of stuff. I mean, think about this cat in the hat clock. That'd be pretty cool. So check out the store uh, if you want to, if you uh, want that. But it's like, take a freaking joke. It's a meme. If you don't like it, guess what? Keep scrolling. I see stupid things all the time on social media. Guess what? I keep going with my day. But Karens, they have nothing better to do than, than show you their superiority. This is the worst kind of Karen. Just preaches the cultish COVID science religion. Here's the thing. She doesn't even wear the mask in public herself. I know this as a fact. She gets on social media, acts better than everyone else. I'm so smart. I trust the science. Such a hypocrite. Rules for thee, but not for me. 
just like Newsom, Whitmer, Cuomo, Pelosi, the list goes on. But none of them wear the masks off camera, but all of us have to follow all their fraudulent restrictions. And that right there shows you everything you need to know. It shows you how fake it all is. If they really were concerned, I mean, these people, they love themselves so much. They would never take a risk. If this, if they were going to drop dead from it, they would not go outside. Why would they risk the most important thing in their life, which is them? <laughs> They'd be locked down in some secret bunker, you know, hiding in bubble wrap until all of us peasants died, and then they'd come out and... But they're not doing that. They're not acting different off camera. And that is all you need to know. And when I tell people this, when I confront them, they don't even know how to react. They either ignore it, they don't address it. They don't have an explanation. They have too much cognitive dissonance. They don't want to believe the truth. They just can't handle it. I'm really concerned, though, about where this is all going. I thought more people would have stood up by now, but there's just so many brainwashed fools. Past year showed us limited government is a total hoax. They can do whatever they want. I am encouraged, though, more people are tuning into the show. Um, it makes me think, you know, people are just sick of the propaganda. They're seeing more and more inconsistencies. The narrative is always changing, but we need to take action and organize before it's too late. We need more people on our side. It's up to us to get the truth out there. I'm not afraid of offending people. I'm, if you listen to the show, you know that. I just tell the truth. So I don't feel bad about it. You know, maybe I'm offended by these idiots destroying my life, the lives of my friends and family, the future generations. Think about all these kids they are screwing the hell over. They're destroying our civilization as we know it, and for what? For no reason at all. Yeah, that offends me a little bit. I'm just going to keep telling it like it is. The chips can fall where they may. They stifle the truth. There's no money in it. And I said last episode, I opened up a Patreon account. If you want to support the show, I'd greatly appreciate it. Five, ten bucks a month even. I'm not looking for... Some big thing, but I am trying to get more advertising out because, you know, Facebook's not letting me advertise. But all the money will go right back into the show so we can get the word out. If you can't, I get it. The government's screwing us all over. We don't have much money, a lot of us. If I was a millionaire, I'd buy my own uh, station and just spit truth all day long and there'd be nothing anyone could do about it. It'd be so awesome. <laughs> but here's the thing. If you can't afford to support, share my show with your friends and family and people who need to hear the truth. It's absolutely free. It doesn't cost you a dime to do. And I see some of you have been doing that. I can't tell you how much I appreciate it. Hopefully we can keep growing this show. We have a lot of momentum right now. Um, but more importantly, the most important thing is to get people to wake up before it's too late. So make sure you're subscribed. You can follow my Twitter, my Facebook. I post a lot there, as as you can tell, because I offend a lot of people there. Um, if you don't like looking all that up, check out BaseLiberty.com. It's my website. It's got all my links. 
And as I kind of touched on earlier, there's new swag in the store. And I don't really make money off the store. Uh, that's just something fun and uh, cool designs for you guys. And to promote the show. I mean, the idea is just to get more people to become familiar with it. So maybe they'll check out the content and hear the truth. And uh, take on this Leviathan we're fighting. And I do plan on having some giveaways for supporters down the road. I'm, you know, working on all that. So we got a lot of cool things. Like I said, the cat in the hat, rhino poacher, different political figures, the show logo. Um, but you got to like the color scheme of it. It's pretty cool, huh? You'd never have guessed a colorblind guy designed that. <laughs> you guys watch CPAC. Some of you didn't. I didn't. The NRA VP did speak there. This is him. And what was Mayor Turner's response? He went out and he locked arms with Michael Bloomberg and attacked law-abiding gun owners. But let me tell you right now the dirty little secret politicians and the media won't tell you. They have the power right now, today, to clean up their cities, to save hundreds of thousands of lives, and put violent crime to a virtual end. All they have to do is enforce the existing gun laws. That's it. Go out and do your job. If you really want to violent crime, take criminals off the streets. When you do that, you know what happens? Crime goes down. Everything else, it's smoke and mirrors. You could do that right now, Mayor Bill de Blasio. Protect the innocent, Mayor Lightfoot. Safeguard your city, Mayor Turner. Enforce the laws on the books and prosecute the criminals. Okay, so this is Wayne LaPierre. LaPierre, they're speaking at CPAC. He's the National Rifle Association CEO. So you have the NRA vice president saying to enforce gun laws. He says, we don't want new laws. Just enforce the laws already on the books. Do you know how many unconstitutional gun laws are already on the books? We've got the National Firearms Act, Federal Firearms Act, the Brady Bill with background checks. I mean, just 2017 alone, 25 million background checks were conducted. All these restrictions, what kind of gun you can have, the magazine size, goes on, it goes on. I mean, if you drill a hole in a rifle, that gives it the potential to be fully automatic, which is illegal. And even if you don't put the part in, I believe it's called an auto sear. You know, I'm not super technical, I'm not an engineer, but you can put this part in to make a, a semi-automatic rifle fully automatic. And just having that extra hole, even if you don't put the part in to make it fully automatic, is a felony. You can get 10 years in prison. So think about this. Someone buys a gun. Yeah, they're a responsible gun person, but they might not, you know, be super just like me. I mean, I don't know every single, you know, little detail, but I can fire a gun safely. So say this person buys a gun from someone, doesn't know that it has this hole drilled in it. It's not fully automatic at this point. Even if they have no intention of converting it to fully auto, they could still go to prison. Just totally not even knowing. They're not trying to break the law. It's ridiculous.
oh yeah, let's just enforce the laws on the books. See, here's the thing. So he talked about a dirty little secret. Here's the real dirty little secret. And he's part of it. There's no better gun control lobby in the United States than the National Rifle Association. Oh yeah, I do have a shirt uh, regarding that too, also in the store. I just remember that. See, I used to believe the same myth a lot of people believe. They're protecting our freedoms. I was a member of the NRA and all that. I got countless letters in the mail asking for money. You know, they're, they're flashy, they're kind of interesting. And it got really annoying. Even before I, I knew the truth about them, I'm like, come on. You know, all this marketing material, I guess that's what the money they're you're donating to goes to. But it's all a big fraud. It's all controlled opposition. Just a big money pit to screw over just average Joes, you know, who, who believe in freedom. And they take advantage of that. Makes people think that the NRA is fighting for them when they're actually just selling us down the river. Just giving this illusion, oh, we're going to stand and fight. And they're not doing anything. And you know, what's also pretty sickening is the applause. How many people clapped for it. And that is the whole issue, is that people are totally fine with these compromises. I mean, when is it going to be enough for people? It's this whole uh, Hegelian dialectic, they call it. Thesis, antithesis, synthesis. So, in this example, the government and the leftists say, well, we want to take all your guns away. And citizens are like, uh, no, we don't want you regulating our guns. And the government says, okay, we'll just regulate some of your guns. See, we'll meet you in the middle. But what if I don't want government regulating my guns at all? Where, where does that put me? Because this synthesis still screws everyone over, and it still is a thing I don't like. That's the problem. This is what compromise gets you. Conservatives have been doing it for decades, and that's why we're in the disaster we're in. They think... If they just compromise with the left, things will work out. But in reality, they always compromise, and then the left doesn't fulfill their end of the deal. They sit back and laugh at them. And here, here's an example of that. So if, uh, if conservatives want one and the left wants ten, then they say, okay, we'll compromise. We'll meet in the middle at five. So now we're at five. And the left says, hey, we want, we want 10. And the conservatives say, well, I thought we're settling at 5. The left's like, no, no, no. Okay, the conservatives are like, all right, we'll meet you at 7. So now the conservatives want 1. Now they're at 7. You see how close they are to 10? And what do you think happens the next time around? Exactly, exactly. And that has just been what's continuously going on. And that's why conservatives always lose. And a couple days ago, I saw this. Um, the headline said, Angelical pro-lifers for Biden felt betrayed. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> apparently they thought he would support a pro-life agenda. Oh, if we just support him, then he'll be pro-life. And, and of course, this bill or, or whatever happened uh, screwed him over. He didn't keep his end of it. Just... Just as I said with this Hegelian dialectic, 
I mean, what'd you think was gonna happen? Those people are idiots. Complete morons. If you pay attention to anything in history, <laughs> how'd you think it's gonna work out? I mean, literally, you don't have to study history intensely. Just go back five minutes and you see how these things play out. like the old W quote. Fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, uh, you don't want to get fooled again. That's why it doesn't work. You cannot compromise with an ideology that wants total control. That's why they lose. They put losers in office who have low T and are spineless and get beat up day in and day out. And, the, and then their constituents, you know, you call them out on it, you try to hold these Republicans accountable, and they say, you don't know what he's going through. I had a guy literally tell me that like two, three weeks ago. You don't know what he's going through. I don't care what he's going through, bud. If he wants a friend, get a dog. Talk to a shrink with all that fat taxpayer checks he's getting. But do your job. If you don't want it, don't run. That's the thing. No one's making you. Enough with the sob stories. Stand for something. Or if not, get out of there. <laughs> Just see, I mean, they're losers and make excuses for themselves. But the most pathetic thing is when people who they represent and are screwing over constantly make excuses for them. I mean, it really is Stockholm Syndrome. And that's what I wanted to get into today about the Second Amendment. So Congress reintroduced legislation to push for background checks on all firearms. And of course, Fred Upton from Michigan co-sponsored it. Absolute garbage, scumbag rhino, Fred Upton. We gotta compromise, guys. <laughs> like there aren't enough gun laws on the books. <laughs> That's the exact problem that I said, just like with the NRA earlier. Protect the laws in the books. Just keep well. The thing is, they just keep adding more laws to the books. So then we're just going to protect those laws, and then they're going to add more, and then we're going to protect those. You see, do you see the trend? I mean, I just don't see how people don't see these obvious trends. You just got to do a little bit of thinking and just a little bit of digging, and you see it. We'll just keep enforcing the laws on the book. Anyone who enforces these laws is a loser, red coat, infringing on your very God-given right to self-defense. Just keep that in mind. Okay. I already can hear the so-called conservative pundits saying, well, I'm sure the courts won't find it constitutionally permissible. The Second Amendment is not a permission slip. When the Constitution was ratified, only certain enumerated powers were granted to the federal government. Those powers were very explicit. If the federal government didn't have authority written down on that document, they didn't have the power to do it. That's it. Very simple. Not hard to comprehend. That's exactly why the anti-federalists oppose the Bill of Rights. Of course, they don't teach about the anti-federalists in, in government schools, well, for obvious reasons, because they were the smart ones. But the anti-feds knew that if the rights were written down on paper, it would be assumed and taken that the federal government had unlimited power to do whatever it wanted, except for a few things. You see, the government took the Bill of Rights and flipped it on its head. 
when it was just supposed to be an extra protection, they used that as an exception to do whatever they wanted. But even with that, um, obviously, they still violate the Bill of Rights. So, and that's what we're getting into. But this whole idea that we have to take it to the courts and see if it's permissible under the Second Amendment, it's a total fraud, okay? You have pundits spewing this false garbage on TV and all that all the time. It's propaganda. And that's why people believe that this is legit. But it's not. <laughs> all the Second Amendment says is the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. They couldn't have made it any clearer. But you have absolute scumbag lawyers and judges who will twist words to mean anything they want. It's very clear. There's nothing in there about permitting anything. It only says they aren't allowed to regulate it. If they could regulate guns, think I mean, just think about it logically. If they could regulate guns, why would they even have the Second Amendment? It wouldn't even make any sense. We're going to say you can't infringe on them, but you actually can, you know. Or, the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed, uh, except if there's a Democrat president. Except if there's a school shooting. Except if the media says we should. Except if the magazine's too long. Except if it's black and scary. No. I mean, that would just defeat the entire purpose. Everything is about this Second Amendment analysis. You hear it all the time from pundits, lawyers. You know, this case says this. That case says that. This is our analysis. This is the likely outcome. There's no analysis to be had. It's not about permission. The government can't do it. That's it. That's the end of the analysis. That is the analysis. It's not complicated. A very small child can understand the difference when you tell them yes or no. You don't need Harvard lawyers to figure this out. And here's the thing. If it was that complicated, why would a bunch of people, not all of them lawyers, have ratified it? If you have to have the special knowledge to understand any, not just the Second Amendment, but I say this for anything, anything in the Constitution, if you had to have this really special skill set to understand it, how could they have ratified it? They couldn't have. They wouldn't know what they're ratifying. And under contract law, then it couldn't have gone into effect because the parties wouldn't have known what they were signing. I mean, the whole thing doesn't make any sense if you just sit back and think about it logically. But people don't do that. They just hear bits and pieces from these government propaganda, this media propaganda. Uh, so they don't understand it. But if you just take a step back and think about it, it makes so much more sense. And it's not so complicated. It's actually kind of nice. You know, it's frustrating because you're like, wow, there's so many frauds out there. But it's kind of nice because you're like, hmm, I actually understand this. And it's not complicated. And then you can turn on the TV and laugh at the idiots on there. <laughs> and then, of course, they love to spin their wheels on the militia clause. I'm sure you've heard, you've heard, oh, that only applies to militias. Which the first clause says, a well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state. 
I mean, it's a complete throwaway line. They could have put anything they wanted in there. It wouldn't have me meant anything. It wouldn't have changed anything. I mean, it could say, because I like saucy dog's wings, the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. Because the government can't be trusted, the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. Because Alexander Hamilton sucks, the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. Because we have a transgender and he or she or it or, or whatever the hell it is is running our health department, the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. I mean, you get it? It doesn't matter. It's a throwaway line. It has nothing to do with militias. If they want to regulate this national militia, militia that's in, I believe, Article 1, uh, Section 8, but I'm not in a national militia. Are you? Okay, then don't worry about it. Great. Don't touch my guns. It's so straightforward, and these slime balls will do anything to take away our only way of preserving what little freedom we have left. And again, just putting this into context to just think about it logically, there were no federal gun control laws on the books, really, until 1934. And, you know, of course, they have to use propaganda to sell it. We got to protect against mob violence, mob violence, you know, Al Capone shooting his Tommy guns and all. <laughs> I mean, you created this mess with stupid prohibition. So you create a problem. And then you want to infringe upon people's rights to solve a problem that you created. Nice, nice. So for 150 years, we didn't have any of these laws, regulations. It was just taken for granted. Of course you can own guns. Of course you can protect yourselves. You're a free person. You have God-given rights. Of course you can have guns. You can do what you want. It's what a free society looks like. And that's the whole problem. As soon as you let the government in the door, boom. Next thing you know, it's all gone. Think about it. The first 150 years, no gun control. Then after that law is passed, only 100 years goes by. Less than that, actually. Less than 100 years goes by. And now there's so many laws and regulations and other garbage, you almost have to hire a lawyer just to purchase a gun so you're not committing some kind of stupid, arbitrary crime. Of course, it drives the prices up. Why? Well, they want to make it harder to have guns. Then we're easier to control. I don't know how people don't see this. It's so obvious it's all about control. So I've made it abundantly clear to you that all of these federal gun laws are unconstitutional. So next time you hear someone talk about, oh, well, this passed constitutional muster, or we got to take it to the courts, let them sort it out. No. There's no analysis to be had. You've got the ATF enforcing them. Everything in that name is unconstitutional. Alcohol, tobacco, firearms. Tell me where in the Constitution the feds have the authority to regulate any of that. The founding generation would not have put up with any of this. But the problem is people are brainwashed and indoctrinated by public schools and they have low T because they're taught masculinity is bad. Oh, toxic masculinity. So they don't even put up a fight. They just sit here and take it. It's really embarrassing, honestly, and that's how we've got where we are. And that's why the authority doesn't get challenged. The fact is we absolutely need the ability to defend ourselves if... People think we don't need guns because the government will protect us. That's just an utter joke. 
Look at the past summer, the riots. The cops just stood down and let it happen. The Supreme Court has even said that cops have no duty to protect you. That's why you got to protect yourself. That's why being armed is so important. See, the problem is they let rioters burn down the city, and then they arrest law-abiding citizens, and I, and I hate that term, but law-abiding gun owners uh, just trying to protect themselves. It's a complete joke. And you can't protect yourself because you don't know what you're allowed to do because there's so many laws and you're afraid to defend yourself. And it's just so convoluted. I mean, no one wants to go to prison the rest of their life for defending themselves. What do you do? It leaves people helpless. But oh yeah, let's just enforce the laws on the books. That's the whole problem with all of these infringements on our rights. You don't think law-abiding gun owners, if allowed to, could easily have cleaned up those cities? Of course they could have. They could have saved those businesses, the people, the destruction. That's the problem. Now, the criminals, they get to do whatever they want, walk off scot-free. But people defending themselves, well, off to prison for you. It's completely backwards. They're not there to protect you. Neither are the laws. It's all about government power. And the less weapons the people have, the easier it is to enforce all the whimsical, idiotic, brainless ideas they conjure up. And whenever I talk about the Second Amendment, uh, I'll have people say, there's no way regular citizens would beat the government in a war. That's not the point. You're totally missing the point. Obviously, the government has superior weapons and all that because they won't let us have anything. And that's the entire point of why they do that, you see. But even so, having better weapons and gear doesn't make an easy victory. Ever heard of Vietnam? What about Iraq? Afghanistan? It really isn't that easy to waltz into people's homes when they're armed and just kill them. Turns out people don't like that very much, and they actually will fight to the death. And I hear the even more idiotic, Well, they have nukes. They could just nuke us, and they'd win. Okay, yeah, if they nuked us, we'd be screwed. I'm not arguing about that. But they're not going to nuke the people they depend on. I mean, they need our labor to create their lavish lifestyle. They need our tax dollars for all their stupid programs. I mean, this is just not going to happen. It'd be just so stupid. It'd be idiotic. And again, what's the point of even ruling if there's no one to rule over? I mean, you can't kill everyone or else there's really no point. There's no one to rule over. <laughs> it's not really cool to be like, yeah, I'm king of this country, but I have no subjects. And, and it's, again, it's missing the whole point. The point is not some armed conflict with government. The point is it's a deterrent. It's a deterrent against force. If there weren't millions and millions of gun owners in the United States, they'd be able to enforce all these stupid mask policies so much easier. They'd be like China and just weld our doors shut and lock us in. Then they could just round us up and vaccinate us all right there on the spot. But the fact is, so many people are armed to the teeth, that stops them from doing that. They have to get craftier with it. People say, well, good luck arguing all this stuff in court. I'm not saying the court's going to defend your rights. Again, study any of the history and you know how that goes. 
I mean, the courts defend slavery, forced sterilization. I mean, the list goes on. I'm just telling you the truth. I'm just telling you how it really is. Just like the conversation with the great rhino himself, Senator Shirky. You and I are never going to agree on the fact that you, you would have preferred... You would have preferred to have guns completely banned to Capitol. I can't help you there because I don't think that's the right solution. I would prefer them to try to do it. And if they did it, people were either going to get along or they're going to... So carry your, right, carry your long guns in Maryland. He does. I do. No, no, no. I had my gun to D.C. I'm saying... Here you're longer than now and test it. Well, you know what would make it more of a, a stance is if you did it. Exactly. Because I don't think there's 12 other states, including Texas, Oklahoma, and Alabama, don't allow long guns in their capital. What's that have to do with them? What's that have to do so, with anything? It has everything to do with it. Those states have nothing to do with Michigan. Nothing. In Michigan, I can open carry it everywhere I want. He, sh he challenges that at the local courthouse. Yeah. I'm fighting the courthouse right now. Good. It's your right to do so. Yeah. It's his duty to do so. It's not your right. It's your duty. It's your duty too. Mine. Darren's. Mike, we, we, we're we, not going to do it no more. We're not going to go along to get along. Darren's going to go to work there. He can bring his long gun in. Might as well do that. Go ahead and try it. Here's, Are you going to this is what I've got. So that didn't happen? Is that... Sam, Sam Prime messed that up, saying that you supporting the... Yeah, go ahead. Now, I was on my phone, not really paying attention because I was finding something that he blatantly lied to me. But anyways, he kind of caught me off guard and he goes, Are you going to walk into the Capitol with a gun? No, of course not. I know exactly how it'll go. The whole thing is corrupt. The judges care so much about precedent and this made-up Second Amendment analysis. They're not going to rule for me or anyone else. I'm not trying to make a martyr out of myself. I'm not advocating you make a martyr out of yourself and, and go test this stuff. The government that made these laws isn't going to turn on itself to defend your rights. I mean, it's not going to happen. That wouldn't even make sense from, from their perspective. Okay? just telling you all this made-up propaganda they fill people's heads with to get easier compliance. Oh, yeah, we need reasonable gun gun regulation. Oh, the Second Amendment is not, is not absolute. What does shall not be infringed mean? See, it's not hard. All I know is this past year, things have really hit the fan. I mean, obviously. And we're lucky that so many people are armed. They know how to use weapons, and they believe in the right to self-defense. Otherwise, we'd be in a way deeper mess right now. We really would. With how incredibly tyrannical the government is, and how they haven't had any shame about it the past year. We can't give up our guns. If we do, it's all over. We'd be completely at their mercy, and that is not something I want. And really right now, I mean, I've thought about this. I mean, there's two hills that I'm willing to die on right now. Turning in guns and being forced to take the vaccine. I've already made up my mind. I'm not doing either. Whatever that ends up meaning, fine. But, but I'm not doing it. Those are, that's it. 
So that's all I got. Uh, thanks, everyone, for listening. Thank you, those of you who haven't given up um, on this idea of liberty. It's really been exhausting. Just all the idiots out there. Like this person on Facebook, but it is—it's uh, having like-minded patriots does really motivate me. It keeps me going, and hopefully, I'm a breath of fresh air for some of you. Uh, maybe we need to su uh, start a support group. <laughs> but that's why I've been creating more content lately. I've been encouraged. Uh, hopefully, you're enjoying it. Uh, of course, I always listen to show requests. This one was a listener-generated episode, so. Uh, thanks, Penny, for the recommendation. You want to submit a recommendation? Shoot me an email. Um, you know, I, I won't name drop you or whatever unless you want me to. I, I know Penny doesn't care. So don't be like, oh, I have a really great show idea, but I'm kind of embarrassed. No, it's fine. Just just do it. Um, but, yeah, thanks, Penny. Of course, she's a patriot. Anyways, take care. Have a great day. And try to stay sane. I, I said stay safe. Stay sane. I think that's better. I'll be back next week. We'll see you.